This is the secret about confidence. What I'm about to share with you comes from such an inspiring human being that I've had the privilege of meeting at a book signing in New York City a couple years back. His name? Tim Ferriss. Now, you've probably heard of him. He's a successful entrepreneur, podcast host, best-selling author, human guinea pig, as he likes to call himself jokingly, I would think. And he's just done so many amazing things. He even has a black belt in jujitsu. I mean, this guy does it all, Timmy. So I was listening to his podcast the other day and a message that he shared about confidence really resonated with me. And I think that it's also going to resonate with you, Explorers. So I want to share it on here on my channel. Now it is about creating confidence. So not so much about tapping into it. And I've spoken about that. There are strategies that I like to implement and share with all of you. And that's in a separate video. So check that out if you want to tap into the confidence. What I'm about to share with you today is all about creating confidence when it's not there. So basically from zero. Okay. So we're talking about blank slate, starting from zero, how to build confidence. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, then keep watching. As we know, confidence is not something that we can just switch on and call it a day, right? We don't just turn on the switch of confidence and then immediately feel confident. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. It takes a while to build it up, right? It's not done overnight. It's not done in a week. It takes mindfulness and practice and doing the actual work. So I'm going to give you two of the strategies that I gleaned from his podcast talking about confidence building, and I'm going to share that with you in this video. Now, it's important to note that confidence is not universally applicable across different skills. And what I mean by that is you might be confident in math, yet you're not confident in public speaking, or you might be confident in public speaking but you're not confident in your ability to make a watercolor or to do karate. Confidence is not universally applicable across skills. We all have something that we want to be more confident in. And as you know, on my channel, I talk a lot about how to build confidence in our communication so that we can communicate with confidence, authenticity, and poise. So that's what I do. But there are other people out there who do other things where they're going to help you with other confidence building. But I'm going to talk about it more generally and then how it relates to, obviously, public speaking and communication, because that's what we do here on Explaining. What's Tim's big secret? I guess it's not really a secret because he talks openly about it, but what is Tim's take on confidence? Well, he talks a lot about rehearsing what you fear. And that really makes a lot of sense if you think about it. So he's basically saying, take yourself out of your comfort zone. You're not going to build your confidence in your comfort zone. You want to basically rehearse the things that scare the living daylights out of you in the parameters of the performance. So if you have a big performance coming up, it might be a talk, it might be an interview, it might be a meeting, it might be a piano recital or a dance competition or a tennis tournament or a karate competition, whatever that performance is for you, you want to rehearse that fear of said performance ahead of time. 
Okay, so that's really what he's getting at. And the two points that I gleaned from that whole spiel is what I'm going to share right now. How do you rehearse what you fear before game day, before that performance really counts, really matters, before you're being evaluated, before you're being judged, before you're being considered for a position, whatever the ramifications are of performing, you want to be ready. So the first thing is shaking it up. Okay. And I talk about that a lot because it's quite applicable to any sort of getting out of your comfort zone. What he talks about is basically taking yourself into a new environment. You are going to perform in a brand new territory, a brand new scene or setting and in front of complete strangers. Because the reality is when it comes time to game day, you are performing in front of complete strangers. You are in a brand new environment that you had never been to before, right? Think about it when, you know, you are asked to give a talk or maybe when you're taking a test or you're being evaluated, it's not going to happen in the place that you actually studied or rehearsed or practiced most of the time. What do you do? You take yourself out and you put yourself in an unfamiliar territory. Okay. So here you're looking for situations that will incite fear in you. You are actively seeking out situations that are going to scare you because that is going to prepare you for game day where you might be terrified of performing, of giving that speech, of giving that talk, of holding that meeting, right? We are all creatures of social interaction settings, but we also fear evaluation. And there's a real thing as to what evaluation apprehension is. So it's something to really consider quite carefully. Let's say you're giving a talk to people in your company and you're, you haven't rehearsed in that space then go ahead and do that, right? That is the unfamiliar territory that we're talking about. But you can even take it a step further and give that talk or a similar talk to a group, let's say a Toastmasters group. And that way you're performing it not only in an unfamiliar territory, but you're also performing it to a bunch of strangers. And that's what we want, right? So we're inciting the fear that you would get on game day so that you know how to deal with it and that you are already planting the seed for confidence in that area. So in the public speaking situation, in the interview, so on and so forth. The next thing is what he calls recon ahead of time. And I love, I love the phrasing of that. It's so catchy. Essentially what this means is that you are reconnaissance, right? You are trying to figure out what's going to happen day of. So it could be anything from knowing where the bathrooms are, where the entrance is, what the process is. Uh, do you have to line up? Do you have to, are there, is there a certain protocol that you need to follow? What's the schedule? When are you going to speak? With whom will you be playing tennis or whatever it is that is related to that performance? But the point is that there's always logistics involved, right? It could be even, you know, you want to get a cup of coffee. Where do you get your coffee? Where do you get that drink of water? Where's the nearest water fountain, right? Taking all the guesswork out of the logistics day of. It really lowers the cognitive load because you're not thinking about all of those little nitty gritty details. You actually need to know where you need to relieve yourself, where you need to get that coffee, whatever it is, but you're taking the guesswork out of it and you're learning all about that before game day, recon ahead of time, but you're not stressing about 
logistics. And by doing that, you are going to instead use your brain power day of to get your headspace in the right place, to go through your talking points, whatever it is, right? For recon ahead of time, you want to make sure that you are familiar with the space that you're going to be in for game day. Okay. So in an interview, go to that company and check it out and see if possible what it's like, what's the setups like. And if you can't do it ahead of time, like way ahead of time, then do it day of. Get there early, figure out where the bathroom is, where you can get some coffee, chat with, you know, the secretary or the assistant if you can, so that you familiarize yourself with the space. Now, if it's a meeting or if it's a public speaking engagement or if it's a talk, then you can go and check out the venue ahead of time. So this is what we can do for communication. I really like those two strategies that help you start to plant the seed for confidence. Because once we know what confidence feels like, once we have it in our mind and in our body, that psychosomatic connection, right? The way we think about it can dictate how we feel and it will manifest itself in our body, right? If it you know, if you're sweating, if you're shaking, you know what I'm talking about. But what's really great is that ahead of time, you do these things and that way, only then can you tap into it and channel that confidence. So I hope that makes sense because it's one thing to be able to tap into the confidence that's already there pre-existing. And it's another thing to actually foster that confidence, to create that confidence, again, in a skill where you're lacking the confidence. I hope that you take these points into account. Again, they're from Tim Ferriss. It's what I sort of gleaned from listening to him talk about confidence building. And if you, you know, are interested in learning more about him, I would highly recommend his podcast. I will link below the actual podcast that I listened to that inspired me to make this video. You know where to find me, Explorers, right here on Exploring Communication Coaching. I hope that you enjoyed this video. And if you did, please give it a like. It means the world to me. And share this channel with a friend if they like it. And if they want to communicate with confidence, authenticity, and poise, because I know you do, that's why you're here. I will catch you next time right here on YouTube. Happy exploring.